welcome to another episode of Fail Succeed. Joining us is H. Hello, H. Hello, H. Hello, you idiot. How are you, H? I'm good, thanks. You? Yeah, I'm all right, thank you. I'm all right. There are some very interesting topics we've got to cover. Mm. And we'll start, as we always do, it's just what we do. It's just what we do, H. We'll start with a fail. Yeah, good. But actually, this is quite a, a, an entertaining fail in one sense. This gentleman in New Zealand lost his job and he realised before the meeting that he was going to be made redundant. And so in New Zealand, I think you're allowed to take someone along to that kind of meeting. Yeah, they're called a support person. Support person. And so this guy, who's a part-time stand-up comedian, thought it would be quite amusing to take along a clown. So he's he's making the best out of what is quite a bad situation. Yeah, and when you mean a clown, you don't you're not talking about just a mate of his that's quite funny. You're talking about an actual professional yeah. clown. A professional clown, exactly. So he hired him. I think it wasn't bad value. It was a hundred pounds for the for the hour or something. Yeah. There were some unforeseen consequences of having a clown in the meeting, weren't there, eh? Yeah, I mean, I, I just think this whole thing's a triumph in some ways, as well as obviously it's a failure that he lost his job, but um, yeah. it's a triumph that uh, they, he kind of decided that he'd have the last laugh. But um, the firm didn't find it particularly funny at points because um, while they were trying to conduct this very serious meeting, uh, they couldn't really be heard because of the squeaks that were being emitted by um, Joe the Clown making an assortment of balloon animals. Exactly. Apparently, he would the clown would right towards the end when uh, the death blow was uh, was dealt, and uh, he was told that he was losing his job. The clown would uh, nod his head in an excessive way, or you know, either nod in agreement or shake his head in disagreement with a really sad or happy face, according to whatever they were saying. Obviously, it was mostly sad, but uh, I quite like the idea of this, and it got me thinking about other circus or fun fair performers, characters that you could take along to those kind of meetings. Right. And I thought it'd be pretty good to take a lion tamer along. Yeah. With a lion. Yeah. You know, that would definitely put you on a stronger footing. I think a lion's going to play in your favour when it comes to intimidation tactics. A knife thrower. I thought a knife thrower would be pretty good in the same way as the lion tamer, you know, puts your boss on a bit of a bit of a back foot well yeah they're interesting thoughts d um thanks i think that i think that basically this is actually even though it's a fail it's it's turned out to be a really positive response to a negative situation well did you hear what he the guy's called josh thompson by the way did you hear what he said about the whole situation go on short-necked goose is a duck okay that's very good which is true in a way. Like, you know, you think, you know, you're, you're worried that you haven't got a goose. Your goose comes out, it's been born, it's got a really short neck. You think, damn it, I don't have a, I don't have a goose. But you've still got a, you know, you've got, you've got a duck, which is also equally good. And yeah. actually, I think, tastier myself. I'd like to see a long-necked mallard, actually. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. Oh, like with a nice green head. Like, that would look very much like a dinosaur, I would imagine. No, I think it would look more like a Canadian goose, actually. Canadian geese have got black he- black heads and necks. They don't have they don't have an iridescent. They don't have a pearlescent green. Yeah, but head. Uh, but they look much more like that than a dinosaur. I disagree with you because you do get duck. Dinosaur is like a is reptilian. Uh, now you're showing your ignorance. Okay, go on. The vast majority of dinosaurs, it's now shown, were completely covered head to toe in feathers. Is that really what? So yeah. Tyrannosaurus rex feathered. Shut up. Feathered. Shut up. Feathered. Are you sure you've not just seen a picture of a very flamboyant Tyrannosaurus Rex? <laughs> Wearing a boa. Exactly, a boa. 
like a, a fan of Mark Bolan. Yeah, no, genuinely, T Rex had feathers. They weren't head to toe, but they had they had they had quite a lot of quill like feathers on them. But there are many but dinosaurs. That's so, were... hang on, hang on. They were not head to toe. Now you're changing your story. Well, look, when it comes to a T Rex, that's, that's a yes. Well, look, I'm all I'm look, don't try and do down my story. My my is not by my point. My point is is it holds true that the majority of dinosaurs had feathers. I like the idea of a very flamboyant Mark Bolan fan turning up at the at the local watering hole one day. Yeah. You know, seeing his his other T-Rex mates. What are you wearing? But excellent. So that that was our fail this week. It was actually quite a joyous fail in the end, mm. wasn't it? Apparently he still only has 180 Instagram followers, which he he says is uh he was expecting an uplift. So we move on to our success now, H, and that is the story that doctors may have found a way of curing the common cold through gene editing. Well, so the research is centred around the fact that viruses can't reproduce without using certain building blocks from within a host's cells, which is incidentally one of the reasons why scientists still argue whether they're actually alive or not, because they can't actually survive without using something else, some fundamental building block from another organism. But the new research focusing on genetically engineered mice prevents the cold virus from reproducing by removing a certain protein from the mouse's DNA uh, that the virus needs in order to do so. In removing this particular protein, the mice were virtually completely protected from the virus. I mean, it's amazing if it's true because colds are so annoying, aren't they? Mm. Well, they don't seem to be pretty, they don't seem to be that keen on trying on humans just yet. So that suggests no. there's a fair a fair way to go on it because perhaps you know the, these mice haven't exhibited any side effects from having certain bits of DNA deleted from them, but perhaps you know perhaps this this form of therapy will cause certain side effects. Um, begs the question of what side effects you'd actually prepared to have for certain health benefits like not getting colds. Have you th- have you thought a bit about that? Oh, funny you should say that. You know, I I had a little I had a quick thought, but I couldn't really. I kind of came up with a couple of things that I reckon I'd be prepared for. So, for example, in order to heal at age vastly at a vastly improved rates, I'd take developing mild to medium Tourette's. <laughs> okay. But what you mean? So you would age, slow down the aging process? If I if I could like maybe slow down the aging process, live another twenty years or something, and and also not get infected very much, not you know, not kind of you know, heal really quickly when I scratch myself, or whatever. I'd prepared. I'd be prepared to have mild to medium Tourette's, I think, you know. Okay. Or for the ability to never get food poisoning, I'd happily wake up uh, one morning to find that I had a permanent Charlie Chaplin moustache, which is obviously open to misinterpretation, and I could never get rid of it. No, maybe I could try and bleach it to try and uh, take the effect off it or draw draw other bits, add to it with pen on either side. Yeah, yeah, but that's a... Are you sure you would then still take this ability to never have food poisoning if every morning you had to get up and fill the rest of your upper lip in with with marker pen to make or makeup to make it look like a full moustache now you said i don't actually get food poisoning very often so i think maybe it would be more of an inconvenience now you've 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 convinced me okay i wouldn't do that no okay so gene editing we've talked about it before uh, it's super exciting but i think it's a long way to go before it becomes commonplace and you know people can be really sure that it's completely safe but i mean amazing and so i just can't get my tiny little brain around how they actually do it i mean i know the kind of theory behind it but it still astounds me and that is yeah what an amazing success yeah. that will be 
so H, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. We will see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye.